0: So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, friend, welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs. Thank you for being here. So today I want to talk to you guys about 10 tips to feel better about yourself. Now, I wanted to talk about this because one of the things that I recently had a conversation on my Instagram stories, sometimes certain topics come up and I just feel the need to go on stories and share my thoughts with you guys because, you know, we're always using social media and I want my social media to be a place where you can come and learn and feel better about yourself and overcome some things. So I was on there and I was talking about the fact that a lot of times what I see and as a coach and someone who has dealt with this stuff at the same time, I can kind of see why it turned me off. But one of the things I was talking about was the fact that we will see someone share their flaws. And I use that term very loosely because I really think that a lot of things that we call flaws, they're not really flaws. You kind of have to ask yourself, who said that these things are flaws? And I think those were the questions that I started asking myself. And so some of the things that I see online, things like aging, wrinkles in your face, those things we call, well, these are my flaws. We should show up on social media as we are with our flaws and all. But realistically, when you think about it, what makes them flaws? For me, aging is just something that's gonna happen no matter what. And for me to focus on feeling some type of way, some negative way about that. And this isn't to say you shouldn't take care of yourself. Absolutely, you should take care of yourself. You should prevent being in the sun for too long. That is an advice I give myself all the time because I love sitting out in the sun. Every morning I do it and it's one of my favorite things. And the sun has important vitamins that we need. So sitting out not only gives you really important vitamins, but also it helps your mood. It helps your mindset. But what I was talking about in my stories was the fact that we will see other women share things about themselves, things like how much they weigh and they take a picture of the scale and you will see a lot of comments of other women saying, thank you for sharing how much you weigh. I didn't know you weighed that much. That's how much I weigh. And I feel so much better about myself now that I know that you weigh the same. Another example of that is when women share their flaws, their cellulite and their roles and their dark spots and wrinkles and things like that. And women say the same thing. Thank you for sharing those flaws. I feel so better about myself because you came out and you shared. Now, I can see how that can be helpful because it makes you feel like you're not the only one that has to deal with wrinkles. But realistically, that's just the reality. I think that we have to be very careful with social media because of that, because we see things and we start believing after a while that that is reality. And we have to remember that using filters, getting surgeries, all these things are going on in the world. And if that's what you're comparing yourself to, then you're going to find yourself in a very negative space. And this is where the conversation started on Instagram is seeing someone critique people who use filters to change their appearance. Yet this person goes out and gets surgery and lip injections and Botox and all kinds of things to look younger. And here's the thing. That's totally cool. If that's what you want to do, then that's your life. Those are your choices. I believe that people should make their own choices and other people should not critique what they do. But someone using a filter to change their appearance versus someone going out in real life and also doing things to change their appearance. It's the same thing. Let's not try to bring one person down and think that you're not doing the same thing. It's the same thing. So I was talking about how I found that to be quite annoying, to be honest with you, because it's one of those things where it's like what you do isn't better than what someone else does. And so at some point you kind of have to just let people be. And we all have to take responsibility to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves and understanding what's real and what's not real. Not letting social media and things that are going on in the world to dictate how we feel about ourselves, because that can happen really fast the way things are now. And then I went into talking about why is it that we need to see someone else's flaws in order for us to feel better about ourselves? When I saw that, I just didn't it didn't sit right with me. And for the longest time, and this happened years ago when I saw this and I came to the conclusion that I don't believe in that. I don't feel like another woman should show me her flaws in order for me to feel good about the same things that I have. Cellulite, rolls in my stomach, which you guys... Everybody has roles. <laughs> That's something that we we just really all need to accept. Unless we are Barbie and made out of plastic, we're going to have roles. It's okay. It's your body. But seeing someone else's what they call flaws, why would that make you feel better? And so a long time ago, I really just decided, you know... This doesn't sit well with me. I don't think that we should look at other people and go, okay, great. So because you are overweight and you shared where you are, I should feel good now, even though I've been miserable about where I am. It doesn't work that way. Or saying, you know, thank you for sharing your wrinkles or your cellulite or your dark spots or the bags under your eyes. Now I feel better about myself. Does it, though? Do you feel better about yourself when someone else shows you that they have the same thing? What if we all just walked around and know that we all have the same stuff? Especially if you're a mom. And I made a joke. Like, if you're a mom, you're always tired. Girl, we stay tired. (laughs) We stay looking tired. And so to me, it's like we need to really focus on working on the things that are actually going to help us feel better about ourselves and accept ourselves. Because if you're constantly looking out to other people, if you're constantly looking to find acceptance from other people and you never get to a place where you're happy with yourself, where you accept yourself, where you work on yourself, we all have things that we want to change and that's okay. Change is fine. If you're not happy with your weight, it is okay to want to lose weight. It is no one's decision but yours. If you feel like you're going to feel your best, if you start taking care of yourself and removing coffee from your life or using certain creams to help with the youth in your face, like all of those things come down to you deciding. And you are going to notice a big difference when you actually do the work and take the action that you need to take to reach the goals that you want to reach And work on the things that you want to work instead of waiting to feel better because someone else is going through the same thing. That's kind of like living in that saying, misery loves company. You're not going to feel better about yourself because someone else is going through it too. You're both just going to be miserable if that's how you feel. The only time you're going to feel better about yourself and accept yourself and be happy is by doing the work to get there. And you can get there. So let me share 10 things that I think would really help you start working on getting to that space in your life, because one of the things that I can guarantee you is you're never going to be perfect. There's always going to be things that are going to come up. Our thoughts are always going to come up to challenge us. A lot of the times they're negative. So you have to make sure that you are setting yourself up to understand that you're not going to be perfect and that's okay. You don't have to be because you love yourself, you accept yourself, and you're happy with yourself. Okay, so let's jump in straight into number one. And I put this as the first one because I truly believe it is the most important. It's taking care of your health and working on your goals so that you feel your best. Exercising, eating healthy, all of those things make such a huge difference in how you feel. Food has a huge impact in our lives. If you're eating a bunch of processed stuff with chemicals in it, you are going to feel that in your emotions, in your thoughts, in your mindset, how you're walking around with brain fog, in your energy. When you eat healthy and you work out, you feel healthy. And that feeling alone will help you. Once you get to that place, you're going to be like, I love this feeling like I never want to lose it. And then you're going to reach your goals because now that feeling is what drives you to doing the healthier actions that you need to take in order to reach those goals. A lot of times having a weight loss goal, that's not going to motivate you during hard times. That's not going to motivate you when you don't want to do it. But knowing that feeling, having a bigger purpose, that is going to motivate you. So taking care of your health is number one. Number two is viewing yourself as capable and being open to trying. You have to remember that failing isn't what brings you down. It's the giving up and not trying that brings you down. It is that emotion, it's those thoughts that you are quitting on yourself that brings your mood down. But when you get up and you try over and over again, you will be so proud of yourself for showing up and trying. And that feeling is addicting. You being proud of yourself for showing up is addicting and it's going to help you do it over and over again. Number three is learn to recognize your negative thoughts and change them. You need to understand what your negative thoughts are and already have what you're going to think to replace them. So make a list of all your negative thoughts and what you can use to replace them, because if you don't have those, you're just going to lean into the negative thoughts and they're going to take over your life. Number four is to learn to love yourself as you are, but being open to changing into who you want to be loving ourselves. We can love ourselves as we are, and we can also not accept that if you're in a place where you're like, you know what? I love myself. I want to love myself, but I also need to change some things because I'm unhealthy. I want to lose some weight. I want to be a better mom. I want to there's things in our lives for everyone that we want to improve on. That is not a bad thing. That doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. Those are two completely different things. You can really love yourself anywhere that you are in life and also work on yourself to becoming better. Number five is overcoming your fears. Figuring out how to get through them and keep trying because realizing that your fears will always come up. But most of them you can overcome. And when you overcome them, That's going to help you build the grit that you need to go after the goals that you have. And that's how you're going to overcome finally reaching these goals that maybe you've been sitting on forever. Pushing past your fear is going to help you. Mentally, you're going to feel good about yourself. Just like our previous one, you're going to be proud of yourself because you're actually showing up and trying to push past those fears that have held you down and held you back for way too long. Number six is learning what your triggers are and why they trigger you. Understanding why something triggers you is going to help you discover how you can prevent it, how you can work through it. And then once you know what it is, if it's you putting yourself in certain situations and it just keeps happening and happening, then you start working on minimizing how many times you put yourself in those situations. Maybe it's a space that you're putting yourself in. Maybe it's people that you're surrounded with, but understanding what your triggers are and why it's triggering you will help you take your power back and not let those things have control over you. Number seven is a really easy one and it is finding ways to give back and help others. When you do something for someone else, it just makes you feel good. It really does. It gives you a sense of purpose. It helps you feel like you did something for someone else. So finding things that you can volunteer in, how you can help, how you can give back. And here's the thing, it doesn't matter how much money you have, You can give back in so many ways other than money, but even the people that have the least financial ability to be able to give back can give back. Giving up your time to go help someone, that's amazing. So finding ways to help someone is really going to help you also. Number eight is to make sure that you're doing things that you love, that you're doing hobbies that you love, that you love your job. If you can find a job that you love, that's going to be amazing because our jobs take up a lot of our time. But if you have a job and you're just like, no, like this job just pays the bills and I hate it, but I have no other way of making income right now, then you need to make sure you're adding things into your day that bring you joy, things that you love to do, find hobbies, find things that you can do with your family, find things that you can do with friends and make sure that you're not just living your life, doing the bare minimum just to get by. And what I mean by that is waking up groggy, eating whatever you can get your hands on, rushing to this job that you absolutely hate, coming back really exhausted, having an unhealthy dinner, staying up watching reality TV all night, not getting enough sleep, not drinking enough water, and then waking up and doing the same thing the next day. That is the reality for a lot of people. And let me tell you, friend, there is a whole different way to live where you can accomplish all the things and feel so much better about yourself. Adding things that you love and enjoy is going to help you. Tip number nine is to learn how to be your own best friend. Learn to be happy even when you're alone. Learn to be the reason and the motivation that you need. Stop looking out to other people to give you a reason. Stop looking out to other people to find that motivation and inspiration to go after the things that you want. Stop looking out for other people to love you. Stop looking out for other people to take you out. Girl, take yourself out. You have to learn how to be your own best friend. A quick example of this is I always see people go, oh, I need to go to the gym, but I need a friend to go with because I don't have no motivation. Girl, find your own motivation because I promise you, if you can take yourself to the gym and commit to it and have fun and be your own motivation, it's going to be way better when you go with friends. But here is the important part of that. When people quit, you're not going to quit. If you rely on someone to come with you to keep you motivated when they quit because they're human and it happens, guess what? You're going to quit too. So you have to learn how to be your own motivation. You have to learn how to be happy with yourself. If you're single, you have to learn how to be happy while you're single. You have to be happy and love yourself. Someone else can love you more than you love yourself. And my last tip, tip number 10 is have faith that you are meant for so much more and that you are already equipped with what you need to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. There are so many things that we can learn are skills that you can practice to get better at. There are so many different things that you can educate yourself on. You can go to school. You can work with a coach. You can work with a mentor. You can take courses. There's so many different things. And learning, hey, do as much as you can. Take it in because learning things is going to help you get there. But don't forget to have faith in yourself. Faith will get you through things. And it will get you to places in your life that nothing else will. You have to look at your life and go, I'm going to do the work. I'm going to learn the things. I'm going to take the time that I need to invest in myself, in my business, in my health, in whatever your goals are. And then as you're doing the work, you need to have faith. You can't control what's going to happen in your life. You can't dictate how long something's going to take. You can't dictate how successful you're going to be. You can only show up and do the work. And then the rest, you have to have faith that it's possible for you. So there you go, my friend. 10 tips. I hope you implement them because I promise you, your whole life is going to change. Change how you show up to your life. Change what you focus on and you're going to see your life change. If you love this episode, please share it in your Instagram stories and tag me at Jeanette Sachs. I want to see how you felt about it, if you listened to it. So I hope to see you there. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.